you could be a person from the streets. You could be, you know, shooting street photography. You could be using the street, um, as a yeah. means to, you know, traverse over with a vehicle. You could be, you know, unhoused people live there. Uh, you know, so it's like all these different sort of like values that street has. And, and, and even like, you know, thinking about it in a way that like, that uh, this, you know, when you lay that asphalt down, right? Uh, or, or concrete or whatever, um, when you lay that down, that's that like, that's that transformation from like natural space into urban space. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview and ask, what's my thesis? And today, my guest is Hiroshi Clark. And uh, I am obviously excited to have you because we've had to reschedule a couple times on my account. Uh, It's a crazy thing to decide to do a podcast every week. I'm not like... I love yeah. starting the show just feeling sorry for myself, but <laughs> I'm definitely rough, feeling that yeah. way today. I'm like yeah. sweating. I just got out of work. So I'm excited to talk, though, because it, ta- it definitely deep, deep, um, compresses me immediately. Like if I just came home and didn't have a conversation like the one we're about to have, it would, it, I would just be like, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I so anyway, man. So uh, you're in L.A., right? Or I am, yes. Jason? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I live in South Pasadena. Yeah. In South Pasadena. Okay. And you grew up around here or are you originally from somewhere else? I grew up, um, outside of LA. I grew up in, uh, Corona, California, um, which is in Riverside County. Yeah. Okay. About 60, 60, 70 miles east. How long does yeah. it take to go to your old neighborhood from where you are now from like South Pass? Um, it might take like an hour. Okay. Driving. So it, it, it's, just to give people an idea of how far, like, uh, that is that aren't from LA. Cause it's people like I, the amount, the size of LA <laughs> to yeah. begin with is insane. Right. And we can definitely get into that. But, uh, and, and you are a photographer, correct? You, you, you or, or do you, are you an artist that uses photography? I, how do you identify that I'm <laughs> yeah, correct in addressing you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I am trained in photography for sure. Mm. Um, I, I got my undergrad in um, photo and imaging and I worked commercially um, as a photographer and, and then um, worked in a, a lab um, for a few years as a, a printer. So yeah, everything that I sort of do is sort of based in photography. Um, but yeah, I would say I'm an artist um, that uses photography. And in that sense, like you're not you doing documentary style, like you're not like a um, Robert Frank, right? I mean, I've obviously seen some of the work. I'm just trying to get, yeah, give yeah, people yeah. an For idea sure. of who of who my guest is before we get into your topic. So, <laughs> yeah. so like that, right? Like you're not you. I mean, not that you're like Ansel Adams either, but right. like maybe more in the vein of like the. Um, you're not one of those like like you know how in the '70s photographers were like. We show we show the whole frame, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not purist like that. You're like somebody who no. uses it as, as a tool. Yeah, definitely somebody who uses it as a tool. And I think I like I like to um, I like to think that I really push back against any um, like any sort of purist concept of photography. Um, um, yeah, I like to think that, but we'll see. 
Would you do you find that a lot of your teachers were boomers or Gen yeah. Xers? Okay, I can nah. see why that would be. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's literally the generation that we're talking about that was like, we're going to show the whole frame. And for those that don't know what I'm talking about, like there used to be, there's a period in photography where you can like see, uh, there's like a black border around uh, the the image because they're not, they're not like, they want you to see that they're not cropping it at all. Right. Right. That that it was just taken in the moment. And like, you know, it's a... In terms of parameters, it's a good, it's an, it's a helpful one, I'm sure, right? Like, yeah. but, but it's also valid to be interested in other things that photography. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say like, you know, I, I still find problems with that. Like, even if, even if you're, you know, that edge is called the rebate edge. And even if you're printing, you know, the rebate edge, you still, you still crop the world through the viewfinder. Right. Yeah. You've still but made no. a decision compositionally. So I, I, I always well, think, I think about that, that. I think that the motivation behind it was, or my understanding of it is that it, the yeah. motivation was to show you that like, just to sort of isolate the crop, like, you know, the, the, the artistic, artistic moment to the actual, uh, image capturing part rather than right. the printing. Right. Like, but so, so, but so, I mean, I think that like, I think that it's a, it, it's just interesting how these movements develop. Right. Like, right. I think that, we're also in a time where, you know, you mentioned that you you went to you did your BFA with Josh Sh- uh, Shadel and like I mean mm-hmm. the stuff that he's doing is pretty relevant because he just prints vinyl, uh, yeah. you know, a- 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 and like puts it on walls and puts it on doors and stuff and that's how we consume a lot of photography. So it's an interesting evolution. Like I don't think, I I understand. Like I would say that that's like. It makes sense how things evolve, right? Like you, you want to be a purist at first, and then you're like, well, it's kind of like the Clement yeah. Greenberg thing in painting, right? But yeah, anyway. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so do you have any any other thoughts on photography before we? I mean, uh, unless you, I like, I'm basically going to introduce the topic now. If you want to do that, yeah, let's do it. Let's okay, do it. so I'm what did sure you... we'll touch on all of that, anyways. Okay, yeah. so yeah, sometimes it's completely unrelated to the work. Sometimes it's yeah. it's related to the practice. So, uh, what's the topic? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I. You know, I, I just worked on a, um, I'm in, I'm in my second year at UC Irvine right now. And, um, we just had a, sh- a group show with my cohort. Um, and, and so when that group show, I, I, I showed a series of, of, um, works that I've been making for the last year or so, um, that, you know, if I, if I, you know, sort of start backwards a little bit, you know, I, the work itself was about, it, it was um, photographs of uh, cracks and, and damage on asphalt, um, mm-hmm. but like a really small section that essentially, I'll talk about the process later, but I made bigger. And, um, you know, it really is sort of like got me thinking about like use value in asphalt um, or, you what know. value? Use value, like. like What's um, news? News? Like. like uh... Use, like. What, oh, USC. Well, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the con- like, you know, like it's, it's the Zoom. It's not like that your pronunciation. It's just like it gets garbled yeah. up for me. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know. I get that. Um, yeah, use value in, 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 in the street. And I sort of like, you know, every time I, I think of when I'm like talking about um, the work, I, I like always kind of have to like rely a little bit on these like anecdotes, um, you know, like sort of autobiographical anecdotes. That's really um, good for podcasting, so go for it. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. That, that makes it interesting. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it sort of, like, goes back to 
you know, we were talking about photography a second ago or just, you know, purists or, or, um, like even, you know, uh, sort of like, I, I thought a lot about like et- the ethics of like quote street photography. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had this sort of, you know, Instagram DM beef with a, with a well-known photographer. I won't say his name, but, um, you can start beef, bro. Dude, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Yeah, maybe maybe people can figure out who he is um, when I talk about it. <laughs> um, okay. You're gonna yeah, have to like, tell me off air because I I I need to know know everything about my guests. I need oh, to get yeah, inside sure. your brain and know and know for who sure. you hate. For sure. No, it's just mostly because it's going to amuse the shit out of me if, if that person follows me. And then to see you on the uh, yeah. <laughs> promoted on my Instagram, like I'm going to take a sick pleasure in that. Uh, I'm, I love even it. if it's my best friend, I'm just going to be like, ha ha because I'm him. a little bit like that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So tell me more about this Instagram beef because this is, this is getting juicy. Yeah, it's, it's juicy. So I, I had this, you know, it's this photographer who, you know, is this, is a well-established, well-known photographer has having shows and, um, and everything. And, you know, he uses his platform in, in, in a way that like he documents, right. Like the documentary photographer documenting his life. And he has this like specific thing that he does on his Instagram story and, 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 um, you know, and it's like documenting a certain group of people. And, and, and so, you know, what I found with that was, you know, it's obviously there's problems with that. Um, I felt like, um, and most importantly, in my opinion, he had an image of a child on there on on his Instagram story. And I'm like that, you know, there, there was nothing wrong with the photo necessarily or whatever, but you know, just the way that he chose to like portray this child on his Instagram story. I felt like a little bit like questioning him on that and like what the intention how did was he, behind how did, that. How did he portray him? Was what was the child looking pathetic? Were they angelic? No, they like, were just, it was just like a little girl, like sitting on a bench, like in a dress, but her feet were up or like some, something, you know, something. Were you, totally, were you concerned about it being sexual? Well, so that's what I was asking him. Like, what, okay. what, what are you trying to do with this? Why did you take this photo? Why, why did, you know, he has 200,000 followers or some shit like that. So it's like, why did you choose to put this photo on your story for 200,000 people to look at? Right. Yeah. Like I, I just wanted to know. And so, you know, it went back and forth and essentially, you know, he came back where we landed in this discussion, he started getting really upset with me because uh, I think I was asking certain questions that, that became a little difficult to answer, you know, and, and, and basically what it came down to was like, his opinion was his favorite photographers were street photographers and technically what he's doing is not illegal. So because it's not illegal, it's okay to do where in my mind, you know, I think I, I hear that and I just hear like a lot of privilege, like, oh, because you can, you know, y- you know, he's like, oh, uh, 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 older white man, you know, and he's doing this thing and, 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 and nobody's questioning him and people are buying his prints or whatever. And, and he's like sort of hiding behind this, um, this veil of like, it's not illegal. So I can continue to do this. 
Yeah, anytime you're saying it's not illegal and that's your first offense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's interesting because so there's some stuff to parse there that I think that we'll probably agree on uh, yeah. overall because it is interesting. I do think that there is a valid valid discussion about like privilege in terms of street photography because there is when it living where we live right now, living in the times yeah. that we live right now, it's very easy it's very present in our minds to notice that the idea that if you are unhoused like right if you do if uh and and you include that in street photography i think that i've had discussions and i can see instances where it like for example I don't think that like um, Lee Freelander and uh, and and the um, Farms Administration like that was yep. a government project to yep. educate people on the extent of the poverty and I'm not even okay, I mean Freelander is sort of a, uh, a um a street photographer sometimes but in this context you know like his most favorite famous stuff then you also have the situations where. Uh, you have the I forget who it was, but someone brought I think it was uh uh Zenia Baltaji who was on the show who talked about how the photographer that took that famous photograph of the Afghani woman who had oh, the yeah. like really shocking eyes like beautiful eyes, yeah. you know, yeah. like how Curry. he made, he yeah. became super famous and she just ended up continuing. So like there is definitely an issue with or maybe that was uh Michelle Lisa that brought that up. I I'm it's been a lot of episodes. But yeah. um but you know I think that if we're talking about someone like um, Robert Frank, right? Mm-hmm. He's also a street photographer, but he's documenting something. Something like he was an immigrant from another country who had escaped, a, uh, you know, the uh, the fun war. Let's call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and 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 so the context there, as an outsider observing this place and taking those photographies. Those photographies. <laughs> I think fine, I, I I understand the validity of that. That there is a there is a legit documentation goes there. If you're talking about Robert Frank, he's taking pictures at the zoo when he's fucking depressed because he's divorced and he's taking yeah. his kids to the zoo. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. like uh, uh, there's you can maybe question the one about women. That was also like his the one that he edited himself. Yeah. I forget, but he's had some problems. I, I don't think right. that it was exploitative in the same way because it's not he's not <clears throat> taking pictures of fucking people that are destitute, right? He's he's taking right. that that I think that in that place, even there, the argument of legality, like cause if I start fucking making a book out of taking pictures of hot girls on the street, like yeah. in two thousand twenty one, like yeah. what how do you how would you feel about that? Right, right. I mean, I, I feel, I mean, if you're asking me how I feel about it, I feel like it's, um, I feel like it's cheap. I feel like it's. Well, you, it would, it, it, there's people that do that kind of shit, right? There's oh, like yeah, a, yeah. Instagram's accounts. Just go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and to and me. I'm not saying, and, and I'm not saying I don't look at those accounts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But to me, I, I would say that like, I actually wouldn't even like differentiate what this guy has done with something like that kind of Instagram account. It's sort of like, it's sort of just like taking, taking whatever you want. It's like colonizing, right? It's just like yeah. taking and, and just because you can like hide behind a thing saying, well, it's not illegal. So I'm going to take it. 
right? And I and I really like I really grappled with that that idea for a while after um, after having this argument with him about just like man, just just like th- that's that same mentality of like it, you know it, it it's mine now because I shot it, yeah. I, you know, like and and um and 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 we did like get into like with, with um, our conversation we did get into like well did you ask this child's parents if you could post this photo I that's bet you the they big wouldn't. fucking problem right there right. That's i bet the you they wouldn't problem <laughs> i bet you they wouldn't want their kid to be seen by two hundred thousand people in this in this in this way which again it's not it wasn't a bad they wouldn't photograph. want their kid photographed either you know right right exactly as photographers so like, we have run into this where we have <laughs> yeah innocently taken photographs of kids like just like oh this is a park it looks nice everybody's having fun and they're like and people confront you and and you know what fuck yeah they're right like they have to protect you know yeah sorry go ahead yeah no that's i mean that's so that's like the base of it so that got me thinking about you know street i do street quote street photography and um you know and and after that i i just like I sort of went down, you know, this was pre COVID, you know, like, um, um, 2019, like late 2019, you know, and then COVID rolls in, in, uh, you know, all of a sudden I had, I, you know, I lived in a tiny little studio apartment in, in Pomona, um, California, familiar commuting to Irvine, you know, and, um, and, and never had ever intended to spend any time in this apartment. I, had intended to be in, in my studio in Irvine. And what ended up happening was when we shut down, all of a sudden my tiny studio apartment became my, you know, living quarters, my classroom, my, you know, studio, all, you know, and so all of a sudden it, it wasn't enough, you know, yeah. to be in there. So, um, you know, I've been skateboarding since I was, uh, in fourth grade, I don't know how old you are, like 12, 11, something like that. And so I started, um, just skating at this like high school about a mile away. Um, at, you know, just for exercise, but also just to get out of my apartment and and whatever. Um, now, not when you were in fourth grade. (laughs) Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 And, um, or or last year, uh, Mm. during, you know, first few months of, of, of quarantine and, um, yeah. So I, I, you know, I was in this parking lot a lot. Um, and I kind of try to think about this parking lot as, as maybe like a studio space, um, you know, a makeshift studio space. And what I noticed was on the, on the asphalt in the ground of the parking lot, there was these huge long stretches of, of like cracks in the asphalt, mm-hmm. just huge. And they stretched out the entire parking lot. And, you know, as, as a skater, when you're skating around, you're looking down at the ground so you don't fall. Um, so and, you don't just like nick one of those cracks and then go flying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally have a video where I was filming the crack and it wasn't watching and I just tumbled. Yeah. Or just, or just something about. Exactly. This. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You got, you got it. Like so, a grain of rice. <laughs> so that that that's where so that's you know so i started like thinking about these cracks i started thinking about these like um you know what they sort of like how they occurred in the ground mm-hmm. um you know and 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 i started photographing them just at night like with the on-camera flash on my on my camera just going around you know like doing this like 
sort of like straight, you know, topographic view of the cracks and, and, um, uh, 35 millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, digital 35. Um, okay. And, um, and, uh, yeah. You, so I, I, I had to clarify cause you were a printer. So, well, and, and so we'll, <laughs> we'll even, it, it gets juicy here in a second. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> so I love that. Was, that's our adjective now. I, I yeah, don't know yeah. how it happened, but that's a great adjective. <laughs> that's my favorite. I, I, I use it, I use it, I use it too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I was photographing these cracks. I, um, and, and I, you know, started photographing other parts of the asphalt that, that just contained damage. And there was uh, a section that had like all these like scrapes down it. And, and it also like sort of kicked up this memory of, um, working, um, you know, my, my dad is a, um, my dad is a wood finisher. And so before ever going to art school or anything, I was working construction with my dad. My whole what finishing life. is what th- th- describe it for me so that I have a clear idea. Cause I mean, yeah, yeah, I, it's like lacquering and staining wood. Okay. So like, um, furniture, kitchen cabinets, any, anything that has wood, no painting. Um, he he might, he does a little bit of painting, but it's, okay. it's usually like staining and lacquering and, and things like that. Um, it's also important how specialized that is. Cause he probably makes yeah. a very specific, like, you know, yeah. Like it, like it, it, it uh, anytime you, it's like being a doctor, if you're a surgeon, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just saying like that, 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 yeah. that, uh, that those things aren't celebrated enough. Those like, those little like specializations, like, cause people are just like construction, like, no, yeah. your dad was a baller. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. And, yeah. and, and he really, you know, he would, you know, we talk about him in, in this like sense that he's like a blue collar worker. And we talk about him in, in this idea that he do, is in construction, but also in reality, he's like really has like a real understanding of like color mm-hmm. in a way that not a lot of people I feel like do. And like like he uses different words. Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grains he of uses wood. Different, like, like, like he'll say like burnt sienna. And I'm like, what the hell is burnt sienna? But I, I see what he's doing there, you know, when he's mixing these colors together and I'm like, oh, well, okay, if you cool. were a painter, you may, you may click with that more. So it, that's exactly. also interesting, right? Cause, uh, cause actually the episode that's out this week about uh, psychology of color, we talk about how like CMYK, Dope. like those yeah. color spaces, it's even psychologically, those are different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah. So, so when I was growing up, we have this big box trailer that connects to his truck and all the equipment goes in there. And, uh, there's a column that hangs down from the trailer. Um, and so anytime my dad would drive over a peak, um, in the ground, this thing scrapes across. So he's left all these scrapes all over Southern California nice. with his trailer, you know? And I, and there's a sound like this horrible, <laughs> like scraping sound that it makes, but you know, when I was photographing, I was like, oh, scrapes, just like my dad's trailer, you know, and I started thinking about the like indexical quality of what my dad, uh, you know, of my dad in these different places. And as a mark about, maker, essentially. As, exactly. And then like seeing like oil stains on in the asphalt, there's another mark left by a right. person by a vehicle. Um, so yeah, so I was just photographing a ton in this, in this parking lot. I started feeling the cracks um, with silicone and, and like, you know, pulling, like, you know, excavating them from the ground. And, and now I had like a cast of the, of the cracks themselves. So the silicone. That's dope. Are you photographing yeah, yeah. those or are you presenting those? 
I so I, I I was in a group show earlier this year, and I did get a chance to present the actual sculpture. Okay. Um, yeah, and and what's what was awesome about it was that whatever was in the crack sort of stuck to the bottom side of it. So there's like a lot of you know detritus from the parking lot, you know, a lot of like human hair or gum wrappers or bugs or you know buds from uh, from plants and all this stuff that was just like sort of embedded into the sculpture when I, you know, pulled it out and flipped it over. So you're um, definitely an artist that uses photography. Then if the way that you talk about detritus with like, it's, it's amazing. It's like a fucking resource. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I saw Um, a guitar at work that that, this, uh, now they're Kiesel guitars, but it's a company that makes custom guitars uh, and like, the the that should just must have cost the guy so much fucking money, but yeah, yeah. that thing was so disgusting. And my coworker was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of biology on that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no I was like, that. I was like, "Oh my god, that's such a good way to just like describe that disgusting. Like it's just random biology. Like, <laughs> You're like that's awesome, but also, ugh. yeah." <laughs> Yeah, like don't people say biology. They're traced behind, you know, yeah, detritus yeah. essentially. But detritus, yeah, that's exactly. that's what that made me think of, of when you said that. But in that context, we were not uh, appreciative of it. We were like, we, I, I have <laughs> yeah. to hold this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to wipe this down. That's nasty, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, you know, I I was photographing these cracks, not really even sure like what I was doing or not it expanded beyond the cracks. It just became about the damage, the mark making and the asphalts. Um, and, 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 um, so basically once, you know, things opened up just enough that I could get back onto campus. We, at UCI, we have, it's pretty special. We have a, a dark room there, um, uh, uh, for mural oh, printing. No, oh, okay. for mural printing. So it's a, it's one room dedicated to this one giant enlarger that's on a track that projects on the wall. How big? How um, how big and wide does it print? It. I made forty by sixty prints, but it goes much bigger than that. It. It basically, however big you can get something up on the wall. Um, oh, so I, it I projects never, on a wall, and then however the however big the room lets you back up. Exactly, and it's on track, so it, it goes way back. So it could potentially How the fuck cover do you the get that wall. paper up there without like creasing the shit out of it, dude. Oh man. So that's, that's how many is like that's 60 part, people man. putting that shit up. <laughs> it <laughs> was, it was your printer. Yeah, exactly. So, so what I did was, you know, I had these digital files normally, you know, normally I like to, I like to work with film when possible but I'm not like going back to that purist conversation. I am not a purist at all. I'll, I'll yeah. shoot any camera, whatever. I'm not you know, a purist right. either. I'm a pragmatist. And when I, and when I learned how, especially when I was learning digital photography, it was such a pain mm-hmm. in the ass. I'm sure yeah. it's amazing right now. We had just gotten genuine fractals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like at so it's 2.0. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about then. So like, you, you know, and I, and I think back to like, even that, that idea of like, you know, using the correct tools for whatever job that it is that you're doing. And sometimes it's the digital camera and, you know, the digital cameras now, you know, the one that I was using is a 45 megapixel mirrorless camera. 
I can make a 40 by 60 inch print. No problem with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what I did was um, I took the digital files and I printed, I, I, you know, brought them into Photoshop, flipped them um, or, you know, inverted them into a, into a negative and then outputted them, inkjet printed them on um, a clear material, clear substrate um, so that it was a big giant, you know, 40 by 60 inch negative. And then I took the negative into the mural print darkroom and then made a contact print with the, with the, uh, contact with, print. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. With the, with the, um, and, you know, on, a, on fiber paper. And for non-photographers contact print means that the, the, it's basically a one-to-one -one transfer. There's no enlarging. There's no like loss of, right. uh, information. It's, uh, it's, as, it, there's no like, so wait, so, okay. So what, what mm -hmm. I mean, like, actually I'm kind of a layman in this situation because like I said, I, I kind of abandoned photography. There's a couple of things that are interesting in the way that you're talking about it and your sure, practice yeah. right now that I relate to, because I think that there's a thing that when you start with photography and you turn out to be an artist, right. Instead of being yeah. like a, a straight photographer, there is, um, I just realized do you feel comfortable taking off your cap? Because I can't oh. see your face at all. Like, or the light, like it's just casting a shadow. Anyway, sorry. No, no, no. You, you, yeah. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you are a photographer. Yeah. You just <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so things that you've said that, that I, I identify with my, in terms of my practice, uh, I think that there is like an analytical, basically like just skipping ahead. There's an analytical quality that I think learning photography, it is a very specific tool. And at some point you have to decide if you're going to be of the discipline and like, for lack of a better word, purist, you know, like there, there are, there's photography in the sense of like documentary photography. And that yeah. is a tradition that I think is valid. You know, like it, it may be antiquated because now with like, deep fakes and all that bullshit like it's it's it, yeah. it's the the conversation that's what's interesting about photography the conversation as technology evolves keeps evolving and and that's right. why we get into a space where like the things that the people were doing in the 70s is no longer valid and and it's actually more relevant things that like you and josh shadel are doing uh right. that they, they're they still are valid photography even though it's art as photographer or uh, artists implementing photography as a tool like specifically you know not to like um, it's been a while and I've seen his work evolved and he talked about it on the show about his interest in, in how these, um, in how much we've changed the way that we consume photography, right? Yeah. Like, and that is going back to the, the way of define, like, that's like, it's like the, the ongoing, uh, Clement Greenberg versus F Frank Stella for painters. Right. You right. understand what I'm saying there? Like, yeah. it's like yeah. uh, for laymen or for for novices or people that don't know, um, like uh, Clement Greenberg, Greenberg was saying that the surface had to be like painting had to be flat because that's the surface and to create illusion is the blah, 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 like, you know, betray it. And then so Frank Stella took it a step further and he started incorporating the stretcher of the canvas in the painting and the, right. and, and then remade painting objects, right? Like, right. Yeah. uh, which is, which is essentially kind of the, similar to what, what I think the area that you, me and Josh, I mean, Josh is a lot more photography based. I think that, that, uh, even like, like, I think that, I think his parameter is very much about like, I think you and I are a lot more mark makers. <laughs> 
in right. in a sense. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, does that yeah. does that? I mean, I I know that yeah. you don't know my work, but I I I like if what I'm saying does what I'm describing you as make sense, yeah. right? Yeah, totally, um, totally. And then and and so so I think it's really interesting, but but I think that what the three of us have in common is a um, is a conceptual um, base. And I think right. that that comes with the parameters of photography, right? Like, right. like photographs are not like painting. They're not like, uh, and, and in a sense, uh, uh, photography kind of teaches us about the limitations of uh, other media because it is, it can do certain things and it can't do certain things. And it's closely related to things like, um, uh, film, but film yeah. is a narrative form. And as, uh, Jack Kerouac said in his, uh, Forward of Robert Frank's book. You're laughing because I know you just probably recently yeah. read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I mean, I, the, you know, oh, go ahead, finish it. Oh no, so so basically, what what uh, uh, Jack Kerouac says is that uh, photography is to poetry as film is to novels, or yeah. you, you know, like it, I mean, that's a paraphrase and butchered because he's Jack Kerouac, and yeah, even though. Course. Uh, I I kind of agree with uh, what's his name, uh, the true crime writer. The that's not writing, that's typing. I kind of agree with some of that mm. <laughs> critique of his. But there you go. It's like artists have this whole like you know different approach to things. Anyway, right. it makes yeah. sense that Jack Kerouac would notice that about photography, based on the narrative thing. That uh, what is the fucking the guy. Uh, they made a whole movie about him. Anyway, go ahead. If you're not a true, you're not gonna get it if you don't know true crime. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Don't worry. You're not talking about Capote. You say what? Yeah, Capote. Yes, okay. you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I figured nice. you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I would say? You know, I, I kind of laughed about the Kerouac thing. Is um, you know because. I guess like when, it, you know, pulling, obviously like we were talking about my process and, and about like literally what, I, you know, the thing that's on the wall. But if I pull back a little bit, you know, what I'm thinking about right now is that, you know, the word street and like the, the sort of like different connotations that has, right. Or like, you know, the way, the different ways in which it exists. Right. So it's like, you could be a person from the streets. You could be, you know, shooting street photography. You could be using the street um, as yeah. a means to, you know, traverse over with a vehicle. You could be, you know, unhoused people live there. Uh, you know, so it's like all these different sort of like values that street has. And, and, and even like, you know, thinking about it in a way that like, that, um, this, you know, when you lay that asphalt down, right, uh, or, or concrete or whatever, um, when you lay that down, that's that, like, that's that transformation from, like, natural space into urban space. Actually, you just made me think of something really interesting because I had somebody yeah. that was from the Midwest, and she defined, she described as a landscape photographer. And I understand that mm -hmm. um, there is a difference in terms of landscape and but she is, she was doc, uh, her name is Kale, and she was documenting the, um, you know, like 
what was left after, you know, essentially, I mean, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I'm going to describe it as like what happened to the Midwest after NAFTA, right? Like it just got hollowed out. right? Right. And so, but that is somehow related. And I, and, and what makes, what, what, what you made me think about is that is the street as a context, right? Like street essentially is just a stage and you yeah. can document, like what you're doing is documenting the stage directly, right? Because right. it is obviously a lot more interesting than a theater stage, right? Like you would have to be a fucking theater nerd to care about that. But yeah. everybody can, everybody walks that stage. Everybody walks those, those parking lots, especially right. out here in the U.S., exactly. right? And they don't have no fancy cobblestones like where I grew up, right? Like right. it's fucking, it's, it's just like, so, so that's really interesting. And, and I think that what you were saying about... You know, like, I think that that's why there is some of Robert Frank's work that is valid. I wouldn't say that it, like, I wouldn't say the worst. I mean, I know you said that, that, that for you it's sort of equivalent. But I do think that, like, taking photographs of women in the cur- – oh, no, actually, you didn't compare to – you said to, towards the Instagram account. So I don't, I, I don't want to misrepresent what you said. Let me okay, correct thanks. that. So, so, yeah, no, no, no. I'm for, I form my thoughts out loud. Nice. <laughs> so, I like uh, it. So, okay. So the idea of, like, yeah, the I – fuck, I forget what – like, it was – basically what Robert Frank did was take a shit ton of photographs – Right. And I think in terms of like the process, if you're trying to document something, I don't necessarily think that unpublished photographs are evil. Right. Like if you try something and you discard it. Right. Because you're trying to figure out what you're doing within this context. Yeah. Once you release something and once you post it, I think that you take responsibility for that shit. So 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 within that context, let me let me start talking about this thing, because I also don't want to be like you can't take pictures of this stuff. Like there has to be a way there has to be a way that we can agree that there is value being given to us as an audience and value and 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 um, and in the sense of that uh, farm. um, subsidies whatever the fuck what what what, what, the fsa yep fsa farm security administration thank you you're still in school so you remember that (laughs) (laughs) actually i teach photography history of photography so okay yeah yeah yeah. that's a whole that was that was my favorite like seriously that is where i learned the most about american history so uh so yeah (laughs) anyway point being that like there has to be a way to document this stuff i'm not against street photography as a whole but i think like you said there the the importance is you you get to crop out the rest of the world right yeah i'm sure homeless people have like had bad times on the 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 places that you like it's a fucking parking lot statistically in los angeles there's no way right (laughs) yeah you know exactly i mean i i I think you know, I, I, it's not even, I wouldn't even say like that. I'm, I'm, I'm all for like the sh- street photographer really. Oh, I, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, mean, I don't, I did. I doubt I wasn't like responding to your position, I, but yeah, go ahead. yeah no, I, I just mean like for myself, it's like, you know, when I guess the thing, you know, especially like as a young photographer or somebody, um, 
you know, I really believe in this like idea of like the camera being like the way you sort of like can experience a place or the world or, or, you know what I mean? Like that, you know, again, going back to like being a skater or something, it's like, you have your camera, you know, all this, all these kids are, are, are documenting themselves skating and like all that, you know, that's an interaction with the urban space that, you know, and they're, you, you know, they're, they're redefining it for themselves, right. As obstacles or, or something, you know, so there's a, there's like a really valid way I think of like using the camera and thinking about the camera and, 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 in this space, my main issue was this person in particular. Oh, no, no. I agree with you on that. Yeah. The, in the, in the, like, not just like their Instagram story, but like there's, there's deep problems with what they do. There's, it's there's, exploitative. It's, it's bad. It's very bad. And it's, and it's like, it's, and they built the entire career off of it. And, and my thing is like, there's so many of us out there in the world that could really use that gallery representation or, or that show or mm-hmm. what, you know, all the things that this person is sort of like getting from this. And that, that also is maybe not so much about that person as it is about the people who support this person or the, you know, the institutions that hold this person up or, 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 or enable them to continue to do what they do, which How is, you? you know, uh, 37. Not, 37. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so we're about the same age. Yeah. 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 No, I think that that's valid. I don't. I. I I'm just curious. No, because you said young photographer, and I'm like, I guess. Oh I'm no, not me. I'm not the young oh, photographer. Oh, I'm this the old guy. guy. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and I think that that that's that's really interesting because it goes, you know, like it goes to that thing of like, um, yeah. Unfortunately, the. Uh, the pinnacle of like reaching success is getting validation from people that maybe we don't agree with politically yeah. because that's where the sources come, the source of money comes from. So, so in terms of like, I mean, I totally agree with you. It's not a meritocracy and, and there is some really gauche th- things that are like, and so what is interesting about that stuff being elevated is this idea that like, these people are the people that are supporting that and elevating it and, and funding it and giving it, uh, space are people that don't have access to this, try to avoid this. And so it ends up, it's like, it's almost like they're doing that national geographic thing of like, look at these poor people with this, you know, distended bellies because they have tapeworms and all that shit. Like, uh, you know, (laughs) I, unfortunately I can't remember the Susan Summers, the only Susan Summers ad I can remember. I know she had too. It was like, do you want to make more money? Sure. We all do. (laughs) But she also had one about like, uh, uh, adopting you, you remember this right like growing no, up no i don't this is, this is you all know, news you, oh, to me yeah maybe it's not suzanne summers Suze, uh, it, there's uh there's there was a celebrity that uh did um you know like okay for people that are millennials i'm gonna say can you remember the in the arms of an angel oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like that but with black people that were starving in ethiopia so like so okay so that so to me there may be an element where like the, the audience for that, right. You know, I'm right. definitely thinking a lot about audiences now that I'm fucking committing full time to doing this, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to you doing are. this podcast, <laughs> like the audience, like what audience are, you know, cause there, I'm actually a huge fan of some really sophisticated streamers like this, uh, code Miko. But then at the same time, her whole like audience is simps is, is what they call them, which is like, just like, I mean, yeah. 
I say that because I'm a fucking, I'm essentially a boomer <laughs> or I'm yeah, a Gen yeah. Xer. I'm one, st- one, one generation away, but for the context, for the context, right. Um, but, but yeah, like there's, there's, there's really like, it really is a thing of like, uh, you know, and then you also have like, man, picking your audience and having integrity and then pursuing money, it can be a tricky fucking thing, right? Like I'm definitely yeah. challenged with that because I don't want to do advertising for this show, but yeah. the longer I do this and don't make any fucking money, <laughs> the more right. capitalism I mean, is like, why am I working so hard? <laughs> well, it's, it's true. And it, it is, you know, I, I definitely feel like my view on it is like there, the, if there is advertising money out there, like, you know, maybe should go to you because of the you know to to sustain yeah, this thing i get you but what is it gonna do to me yeah yeah and that I and mean, that's what i'm saying and 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 that goes to like the people you know like it's hard it's it's a really hard and and and, and now we're just getting into something that i think we both relate to it's it's really hard to do art that yeah. that is like you know it's almost like you kind of have to trick people to be into it and and uh yeah. and sort of like not be bummed about it but also like be like elated you know like i yeah. think like i definitely want people to have i want people to relate to shit and and then like have a have a moment of reflection i don't want them to to go but like go and like yeah but the world sucks you know sort of yeah. like like i would rather them like be like yo it's kind of weird isn't it <laughs> yeah i mean or just like a question just yes, question yes. it you know what i mean and i think you know photography really allows you that 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 ability to to question i, I mean i think it's it's bad if you if you feel like you already have the answers <laughs> before you you know as you're going in you know like say, say that again if, like if you feel like you already have the answers to everything oh yeah you know yeah, then yeah. then 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 you know there would be no reason for you to like take a camera out into the world or something you know something like that but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's tricky. I mean, I mean, I've been like teaching photography too, since 2016 and, you know, I, I run into that often. It's just like, you know, like how, how to just sort of like keep, um, keep the enthusiasm up as, as, you know, as, as, you know, as you're like, sort of like thinking to yourself, like, you know, like, you know what the hell is this all for <laughs> you know well, but you know what actually that class that class changed me i i had a really good teacher his name was bill Mc, or is bill mcguire uh he was my teacher he's still around yeah uh, i hope <laughs> hey bill <laughs> but he he knew gary winogrand and and he yeah. knew he, he knew lee freelander and he's like he was an og and uh actually you know like big ups to him because i was uh so well, okay. This ties in nicely because that—that's where I where where you got me going. So um, there's a, there's a cynicism that comes with observation. There there really is, yeah. and, and 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 you and but there's also like a joy in experiencing, right? Where you're like, yeah. uh, and and I haven't really shot photographs in years, but I know like this. It's so so such a core thing of like it's it's behind my practice it has to do with like the way that i look at things right so there's there's a a, a fun in it and there's um there's something that makes you feel like uh being alive is worth it despite how upsetting it is but i feel like 
so like one of my my things about art history and why I think art history is important and this, you know with all its problems it's agreed upon fiction and all that but essentially when you start actually looking at the stuff that comes from a certain period it's almost like uh when you look at tattoos that people have from like a certain decade like you know like no one was that original like I mean not, not I'm not shitting on like you know like no one does tribal anymore but there's a generation of tribal tattoos out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's going to do those like indie pop, like triangles, but, uh, you know, forever, but they're going to, you know, or I mean th- like triangles, I'm understand is a charged word. I meant diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to the triangle community, but you yeah. know, like, you know, like those little like uh stick and poke that are popular now, like that shit is going to be dated. Those so are, like, those are, those, those are referred to as Pinterest tattoos. What's that? Pinterest tattoos. Pinterest tattoos. Okay. Yeah, thank my you. my partner my partner uh, is a tattooer, and she uh, and she just graduated from uh, from USC's uh, MFA program. And yeah, so we talk about we're always constantly having this discussion about tattoos. Yeah. So, but but you get what I'm saying? Like there is yeah. there is a zeitgeist to yeah, to that absolutely. even even that and and then so so I think with art history, despite it being the whitest motherfuckers and the malest motherfuckers and the cisest motherfuckers, like at some point there is still some relevance to the history and you can correlate it to the history written by the whitest motherfuckers, the dominant motherfuckers, you know, like the menest motherfuckers that are writing the actual history. So I think it's like an emotional record. And when you start to get photography in there, it's going to be interesting how shit changes, right? Like because it is an ever-evolving medium. It's not... You know, like every time we think we know what it is, we don't like it, it. It doesn't. And there's always room like it, it, you know, like like any other artwork, it it, um, you know, like I always say that painting is really romantic. You can't help it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. photography, it's its own thing where it's like it it has an inherent it's observative, but it has an inherent sterility to it and detachment as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think, um, you know, I think, I think like the, the, the amount of photography that we consume anymore is just adding to that. Right. Like, I mean, like, I remember hearing about the statistic of like how many, and, and I don't know the statistics, so I, I probably shouldn't even bring it up, but I'm going to no, bring no, it up. No, anyways. this is, that's the show, bro. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like how many photographs somebody would actually see in a day in like the sixties and how many photographs people would see in the forties, thirties, you know, obviously photography is in, invented in 1839, but like, you know, like it wasn't common to see a photograph. It was like a thing, like, you know, and, and just now, like over time, now we just like eat it up. We just consume it, consume, consume, you know, like it's, it's not even, it's nothing anymore. Um, you know, or, or maybe that's not right. It's just something different. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when I was studying history of photography, I can't imagine what it must be like for you to describe this. Oh, okay. Oh, also with cynicism, Anyway, um, (laughs) like there was, there's no really way to quantify how much that uh, consumption of photography has increased. And the whole point 
of my art, of my history of photography class was to instill in my brain how much these images affect us, right? Like, one of the things that, that like, and it, and, and, and it may seem silly, but it actually is it, it, when, you're, when you're not, when you're asked the question, like, my, my uh, teacher, uh, Bill McGuire again, he lifted up a, pe- a piece of paper and, uh, or sorry, a magazine, and he said, what's this? And then uh, people were like, uh, it's a car, right? Because it was like one of those like luxury cars, like supercar things, right? And, and people were like, oh, no. And, and, and people gave more specific answers, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually he stopped and he was like, no, it's a photograph of a fucking car. Like, that's yeah. what it is. It's not yeah. a car, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a photograph of a car. And, and uh, I think there is something profound that happens to us mentally like that, you know? Yeah. Like, we're, we're like... Seeing some, you know, like we watch movies and we fucking sit on the edge of our seats because like, uh, you know, uh, the rock is about to fall off a cliff or some shit or, or, you know, uh, they're all taking a big safe through all of like uh, downtown Brazil and killing them. I don't know if you've seen Fast Five, but that shit was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> no, it sounds good. Sounds good. I want to take you and Josh Shadle to watch that shit and see what yeah, you yeah. guys, what thoughts you guys have. Yeah, yeah, we're down, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I so you know, I I'm actually like when I think about history of photography too. I, um, you know, I, I've only taught history of photography twice now, um, but I. You know, I basically tried to 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 unwhiten it <laughs> as much as possible. Um, you know, because there is really rich histories of the photographic practice in other parts of the world, and we don't learn about that. We learn only about the like sort of canon of photography. I'm just hearing about this now. Please <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and, and and you know, I'm I'm half Japanese, and so you know, not because of I'm half Japanese, but I have a very, uh, you know, I, here, let me back, back that up. Like my mom was born and raised in Japan and, and met my, my father, like, you know, um, in her early twenties. So even though she's lived here now in America longer than she lived in Japan, her, her you know, her ability to speak English is not super great. And, and though I do speak Japanese, my ability to speak Japanese is not super great. So we do have the, like, when we do converse, we have this sort of like broken, you know, link and, and I'm close with my mother. Um, I'm, I'm close with her. So that, that's all to say, like, you know, these past few years, I've, I've like really taken an interest in like photography in Japan because there is this, um, you know, it's like, it's like it's like i really understand the new topographics i really get it you know in, what's that, in, what's that? In, new topographics what does that mean it's, it's it was like a it, it was a, a movement in photography where you know the this group of photographers was interested in that sort of man altered landscape um lewis baltz was one of them robert adams was one you know it's like this general you know it's a very american um sort of like view of the of the west um, you know, in, in the, like a lot of like track homes, you know, in the seventies and, 
you know, you know Robert just Adams. Like, oh, the name rang a bell. Okay, tr- when you said track homes, you just brought me back. That was uh, I. I wrote papers on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a I'm Robert a big Adams Robert Adams fan. Okay, yeah. thank you. You actually you gave me you you gave me access to a memory that I hadn't had, and, and it actually it just like the serotonin was just like so delicious. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, we learn. You know, Robert Frank. You know, Winogrand, Freelander. We learn about all these. You know, all these people. Um, but there's this like this crazy rich history of photography in Japan, especially. Mm. So there was this specific era that I'm like really interested in, which is late sixties, early seventies. Um, there was a magazine. It and, makes perfect and, sense because of the film that was coming out of there too. So go ahead. Yeah, exactly. No, it, so it goes, so, so the, even the film, like, you know, like you, you're probably talking about like there, there's literature too. So like Abe, um, Kobo was writing like um, um, uh, um, uh, novels that got turned into film that sort of like the, 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 there, there's a direct link through that, even like through um, this movement called Monoha and Butai art, um, you know, which was I'm a all basic this, person. So I, 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 yeah, so yeah, I, mean, I, I thought, I thought I was thinking Kurosawa, but go ahead. You just, oh, yeah. Kurosawa is, I mean, the, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, that's where I was greatest. going. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting you know how basic my knowledge of this is. So you <laughs> well, can keep going, go, 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 I mean, go, go. Kurosawa is where you like definitely yeah, yeah, is the like, starting point. And then, oh, you go, I mean, and then you skip ahead to Takeshi Miche, Mika, yeah. and then and that's where I'm at. So, that's so where you're at, fill yeah. it in for me. <laughs> so, like, I would say, like, if you're going down film, like, you would check out. Like, no, no, stick Teshi's. with the photography. But go. so th- it all links together. So, Teshigahara yeah, yeah. is the the person that made a bunch of films in this era that Abe Kobo wrote the book, and then Teshigahara made the films. But you know, it's all sort of this like pushback against the you know in that era especially it was sort of like the post-war japan american occupied japan right so there was all of a sudden this just massive industrialization of in of japan urbanization of japan so so like so it was like this this you know and getting back into the photography it's so it's like there was this magazine called Provoke that um, these photographers were specifically looking at the mass urbanization of Japan, looking at the sort of like the, the residual effects of uh, American occupation in Japan. You know, there was a bunch of student protests in 68, which kind of mirror like the protests that were happening in America, you know? So, you know, it was, you know, in provoke this provoke era of photography. It's like it it was definitely, you know, landscape photography, but done in such a different way and 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 understood in such a different way than say like Robert Adams or or Louis Baltz or you know, you know the the way the the sort of yeah, Western yeah. eye. It was like this other it's this other history. You know, but we, you know, would I you, would you describe the, the Robert Adams as a more, um, uh, suburban whereas the, you, cause you, you said the Japanese stuff is more urban. So I'm imagining stuff on top of each other. There, like, there, like there vertical, is that vertical building or no. Okay. Explain it to me. There is that, but like, like it was more conceptual too. Like I would say like the, this, there's this series that like really just like 
I still think about it. I'm still thinking about it. And I'm like, man, that's so brilliant. But like the, this one photographer, Takuma Nakahira, uh, would take the last train in Japan, in Tokyo every night and photograph on the last train. And what he would do is keep the shutter open. You know, to be able to photograph in a train, you'd have to keep the shutter open in order to just get enough light in there to expose your film, right? Yeah. So what I've happens is... Yeah, exactly. Probably not as well. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just different. But like, yeah. what happens is the movement of the train, right, go on to the piece of I've film, done that. <laughs> right, and then and then so what you have now is you have the landscape recorded onto the piece of film, right? So now you have like the urban space. You have like exactly what he was photographing inside the train, but now you also have this Wait, so, like sort of yeah. undercurrent of like the movement of the, tr- of the, of the, of the train itself because of the, the way that the, you know, the way that the tracks are laid down on the ground or whatever. Um, yeah, go ahead. You were going to say something. No, I was just going to say that I probably, it, it, it sounds different. No, it, I, it just, you just triggered like a fun rem- remembrance of like <laughs> just sitting and shooting. Like that's, that's, I was like, Oh, I did that. It was so much fun. That, yeah. <laughs> that was basically yeah. like, and, and what it is, what's cool about that. It is, there is something about like sitting on a, on a train and, and, um, you know, I don't know how many it, it, how many he took. You, I don't know yeah, what his edis- know. editing process either, yeah. is, but there is something something so much fun about just like sitting there and just opening your shutter and just like let's yeah. let's let some light in, you know, and see how that goes. And then you have some kind of understanding of how to do it, right? But it's right. it's a little bit trial and error. That shit's amazing. And when you fucking nail it, it's just so satisfying. You know, exactly. like, like, oh man, I kind of want to go, I, I kind of want to shoot film again. Do, can yeah, you do yeah. that kind of shit on digital now? Like it, you used to not be able to really. Yeah. I mean, digital's come Low a light. long way, man. Okay. The, yeah. So like, it's been a like, decade. It, yeah. <laughs> or in, two. In a decade, it's, it's it, it, definitely in two decades, it's come a long, <laughs> long way. But even in this, like, you know, we have like, you know, uh, like mirrorless cameras, right? So now there's cameras that don't even have moving parts in them. And they do incredibly well in low light. Yeah. Um, and and so like you know again that's like changing the changing the whole sort of like way that we're gonna like start perceiving even low light right like it's it's we're gonna start seeing in the dark <laughs> you know and like I'm gonna um, have to uh, I'm gonna have to consult with you guys because yeah uh, it, because I I am gonna eventually need a new camera for shooting in studio so. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, be aware that I will be hitting you up because I'm, actually, I'm, I'm, this waiting, is, I'm waiting for you it. You know, yeah. like it is, it, it's almost like, uh, serendipitous that I was like, fuck this, let, let Hiroshi learn how to do this and I'll ask him <laughs> in t- 20 years, <laughs> there you go, man. but, but this conversation is definitely getting me hungry for it. You know, like just like think that, you know, it's the process of shooting photo- photographs that I think I really love, you know? Yeah. I, um, so like, I, I mean, not that it was anything anywhere near as good or as effective, but I definitely did shoot in, like there was a period where I was shooting in, um, there was like a train in Paris. And so the shot was interesting because it was, uh, instead of having like cars that, 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 you know, like with doors that you would go into the next car and all of that, right. it was just an open train with like, kind of like an accordion, uh, sort Amazing. of vibe thing that like flexes as it turns that was connecting Amazing. each car and it was just open the whole way down. And I just remember having so much fun just sitting there 
with yeah. a tripod, taking a frame and watching the train turn corners, you know, and then and then right. what you end up you end up with this like crisp first car and this portal that's all watery and shit like <laughs> dude even if the pictures didn't come out great and they weren't like something that you would want to share like yeah. you know because aesthetically it there was like you know one thing that it's just so much fun to just see how how light behaves on that shit so i totally yeah i'm I, i'm definitely like i'm feeling the vibe after talking to you i i uh right. you, you know like it's different to have an iphone i really want to have a i really want to go out and shoot so yeah. I mean, and I, I love, you know, I love, like I have several different cameras at this point and I just love the, like, even just the different way I even like, even considering my iPhone as a camera, right? Like there's, yeah. there's a way that you shoot with your iPhone, right? Like you're looking at the back of your phone and you're like, you know, like this, I, you know, I saw a talk with, uh, Stephen Shore once mm-hmm. Stephen Shore was it? I want to say it was, but he was talking about how he um, he liked taking pictures with his iPad because mm. it was like looking at the back of a of a of an eight by ten yeah you know an eight by ten camera. I'm like, oh my god, like that's so funny and like just to think about like composing in this kind of way, even with an iPad, you know, or like my you know I, I like uh, I have a RZ um, which RZ? is a medium format camera, but you look down into it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like it's like a Hasselblad and yeah, yeah, Hasselblad would, yeah, would be the other brand of it. Um, but Hasselblad is a square. The RZ is a six, seven frame. So it's still a rectangle, but it's like, it's different, right? Like all of a sudden yeah. you're composing like this instead of like this instead, of, you know, or like, on Actually, my four by five. you say that because until I got Instagram, I had never really shot square format at all. Yeah. And that's yeah. like a trip, dude. Like, I, uh, my my greatest regret is that uh, while I was in school, the six the Fuji six by nine was out, was rented out the whole time, so that I couldn't. Darn, use it. that's a great camera. Yeah, but I that's still have one. fantasies, so maybe 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 that's where I'm going. I, yeah. The other problem is that I have like I have dude decades old rolls of film that I just couldn't afford to uh, at the time, and it, yeah. eventually I just realized that they're all bad. But like yeah. I literally, I, I'm not gonna throw those away. <laughs> Maybe yeah. someday I'll be able to salvage them somehow. But like, yeah, yeah all the colors are fun. Do, is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, just go. Well, you go into that knowing that. <laughs> yeah, no, and I and I, uh, what's it called? I do rent Photoshop now, so I'm yeah. back. <laughs> I'm back in the digital game, baby. <laughs> you you rent Photoshop? I love it. Man, this yeah, thing is that's how you do it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You su- click and subscribe, right? Yeah, there's it's a subscription service, so yeah. that uh, so that you don't pirate their shit and they make it nine dollars and like it's amazing yeah. how everything, dude. Uh, even the repost app on Instagram, that shit was like I paid five bucks and now they're like you need to subscribe five dollars a month. I'm like fuck you, I paid for this already. God damn you. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, dude. Capitalism. Yeah, it's it's all those terms and services that you never read. It's all there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's who's reading that? I want to I want to know who's reading all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like firstborn. All right, man. Okay, so we can keep talking shit, but uh I definitely want to let you go and uh I I really appreciate I mean, we also feel like we've hit a, a nice round time. I definitely yeah. want to have you back. I'm starting to have uh return guests, so Great. uh probably in like 6 or so months I'll uh I'll hit you up yeah. again. But uh what's what's it called? Do you have anything that you want to promote and stuff? Um, no. What's your Instagram? It's, it's, uh, Hiroshi Desu. So it's H I R O S H I 
underscore D E S U then two underscores after that. Okay. And, it, and yeah. I'm guessing that if you go on at, uh, to Hiroshi Clark, uh, or search Hiroshi Clark, you might yeah. be one of them. I don't know how many Hiroshi. Unfortunately, there unfortunately, there's probably a lot. Be, yeah. No, there used to only be me, but some guys started a clothing company in LA called hero H I R O Clark. And I'm like, come on, man. That, what, what are you talking about? Dude, you'd be surprised. At my job, I have to like, sometimes I like, I basically have to take people's information to keep track of their receipts on our system. And, yeah. and sometimes it's like, it's like name I've never heard before. 20 of them. You know? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, all right, and the, uh, and uh, and if anything, you will when the episode comes out, you'll be on our Instagram. So I'll definitely link to you. Uh, yeah, uh, any any movies that you want to recommend? Because it actually seems like you have some stuff. Yeah, that, dude. Uh, you want to recap some of the stuff you mentioned and and maybe drop uh, drop some th- that you haven't. Yeah, I mean, um, movies I want to recommend. I mean, any any movies. No, I mean, in terms of like what we were talking about. Yeah. If you want to recommend yeah. like the Avengers, that's fine too. But <laughs> no, I mean, I would, I would say like, uh, like any, uh, Teshigahara films that you can get your hands on, uh, are great. His, his sort of like masterpiece was woman in the dunes. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's incredible. Um, um, another one is called crazed fruit. Um, these are these are all sort of like you if you have like the criterion channel app or something you can get yeah, them. Yeah. um but yeah the I, those are on pretty pretty solid repeat in, in, in my life so yeah. and my uh basic b um recommendations are gonna be so, uh, we we talked about Takeshi Miike in the yeah. uh, in the Jalo movies, the Haro movie one, but we never talked about one of my favorite ones. So I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna say go watch Seven Samurai, and then go yeah. watch Thirteen Samurai. And I think those both movies are very tightly related in this really interesting way. Uh, one is obviously an homage to the other, but both kick fucking ass, and they are yeah. nothing alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Toshida. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Toshiro yeah. Mifune, man. That guy is the, the actor in the Seven Samurai. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's the, uh, he's the, uh, he's Yojimbo, right? Uh, yep, exactly. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, the one that I really, there's one that is like, uh, that I, that I never got to, which is, uh, a corporate saga in Japan. Mm. And I, uh, like that, that, uh, that, Kurosawa did, I forget what it's called, but man, that's one that I definitely want to like, uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've been reading movies, so I have to get back into that habit. Yeah. But that shit, that shit seems appealing because it's it's probably just a corporate samurai movie, and I'm like, yeah, I work for yeah. a corporation, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, exactly. All right, man, yeah. it's been a real pleasure. I'm glad that we got around to doing it, and uh, I, and and actually, I totally appreciate. Uh, why you had to reschedule that show looked awesome. So congratulations on that. That's definitely, I definitely remember that. That's what, and when you pop, when it popped up, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is definitely one of the best cancellations I've ever had. (laughs) I'm not calling out anybody, but you know, shit happens. (laughs) And like, sometimes you're like, oh, I see the results. Uh, You never, you don't always get to see when someone dies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Over a a death. Yeah, Um, and uh, it's still up. So is it, right? It came 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 down down last week. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 
All right. It's all good. Uh, but there's pictures but it'll go up. up again soon someday. Yeah, there's pictures up and uh yeah. and, and you can see that. Uh thank you so much and uh goodbye to the listeners. <laughs>